Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Denver, Colorado. August 9th, Chris and I will be performing in your beautiful city. We'll be performing at the Comedy Works South Club at the Landmark. Once again, that's August 9th. We cannot wait to see you guys. Now enjoy an episode of Cover to Cover. Yeah, you're having fun now, right? You're like, what is this? Is this cover to cover? This is not some sort of depressing song from the 70s about a sinking ship. No, it's not. Starting things off differently. Turning over a new leaf. High energy. It's like a spin class, for God's sakes. It's a little Dua Lipa. Let me hear a little more. Let's give a little volume on this. Mm-hmm. Good looking as Dua Lipa. She's always out there, half dressed on red carpets. Real good looking. Mm-hmm. I mean, nice looking lady. Yeah. Right. That's that's what you're supposed to. That's what you want in your in your stars. We used to. That's what we used to want. We used to like <laughs> to look at them from be afar and say, you know, that's a look I'll never achieve. Yeah. But nowadays, you got to have some sort of skin disorder or something in order to be accepted. <laughs> But I have some skin disorders, I must admit, so maybe I'll be accepted finally yeah. by society. You could play Ken. <laughs> could I ever? With that skin. Oh, <laughs> all right, you son of a bitch. Uh, all right, everybody, we're back. It's Thursday, cover to cover. Our weekly, our weekly show. Mm-hmm. That's a little Dua Lipa from the Barbie soundtrack starting things off uh, for us. Uh, and I went, I went yesterday to see Barbie. That's why we started off with a little Dua Lipa. Summer saying song of the summer. Why not? Why Isn't not? That, people got very angry at me, Alex, because I, while I was in Montauk, drunk for two weeks, you know, I was just spouting nonsense because who cared? I was on vacation on my Instagram. I was mm-hmm. just spouting nonsense. And I said, it's over. Fast car uh, by, over? by Luke Combs is the song of the oh, summer. Oh, okay. Don't ever, no more voting. No, we're not taking any more. No more submissions. No more submissions, no more votes. We're closing the voting booths. Yep. Luke Combs' Fast Car Song of the Summer. I had heard it. 
in Montauk several different times mm-hmm. throughout different places I was, and I liked the song. I liked the original Tracy Chapman one. Yep. I liked the Luke Combs one, and everybody was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, if if you were having summer on some you know, prison camp, this would be a great <laughs> summer song, but it's not a fun summer song. No. So when I had sobered up back in Los Angeles, uh, I agreed that they, maybe they were right, and uh, I, I'm now going to dub that song by Dua Lipa, Song, the of, the bar, song of the Summer, okay. until next week when we change it again. Okay. Uh, but, you know, and then, of course, there was some divisiveness about the Luke Combs Fast Car song mm-hmm. and the Tracy Chapman one. Many people, there was like articles and like legitimate news sources saying, you know, this is racist because it's a big hit with Luke Combs. Mm-hmm. But what about when Tracy Chapman did it? I'm like, well, I think it was a big hit it's then, big too. Hit. I mean, we're really still big singing hit. it. Like Tracy Chapman is still touring on the strength of Fast Car alone. Yes. Like, and that's 30 years later. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, it wasn't a country hit. I'm like, you know, it wasn't really a country song. Like, yeah. It wasn't. I mean, they will find a way to, to divide this country if it fucking kills them. Yep. Uh, and I over here cover to cover try to bring people together. Mm-hmm. I bring everyone back together with Dua Lipa songs, and that's divisive. <laughs> the Barbie movie is divisive. So I went to the Barbie movie yesterday, Alex. I go over there to the uh, Topanga Ten. Mm-hmm. You know, one of those dine-in theaters, brand new, just built it. It's a gorgeous theater, and it's. I mean, I got to tell you, I could, I've been going there a lot over the last couple. About they opened it about a year ago, mm-hmm. and I've been there quite a bit. Yeah, I've never seen another person in the theater when I went. You know, well, I'm going <laughs> to see movies that nobody cares about, but I mean, I couldn't believe it yesterday. The lines for everything, all the movies, all the concessions. All everything, just lines around the block, people dressed in costumes. I was all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, of course, by myself, like some sort of weird perv. But listen, I'm enjoying. I love seeing the people in the costumes. It was fun. Uh, there was like a bunch of 12, like groups of like 12, 13 year old girls, like fully dressed in pink, Mm -hmm. going to Barbie, taking pictures and, you know, they have a box, you can get in like a Barbie box in the lobby of the movie theater and get inside it and pretend you're Barbie. And they were all doing that and they're doing pictures in front of the poster. And it's just cute and fun to see some, you know, my crazy, it's nice to see. It's nice to see girls having a good time out Mm -hmm. there in the world, you know, not getting you know, tweets from Crystalia, whatever the yeah. fuck is normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that was across the hall. Oh, that movie, okay. that movie, Alex, <laughs> that, that movie was across the hall. It, if you, <laughs> literally, if you were a trafficker, you could have just went and watched that movie, mm-hmm. learned some tips, yeah. and then walked into the Barbie movie and began trafficking immediately. Yeah. Um, Did they have a box across the hall, like a cage that you could take a picture <laughs> in? <laughs> they don't, but not a bad uh, marketing, marketing idea. Pretty good marketing. So anyway, that was the situation. And I, okay, here's my review of Barbie. So I sit down, I get all, I get all my accoutrement, you mm-hmm. know, I, fine. Everything's good. Get a big popcorn and I wanted something else, but you know, it's like a, it's one of those ones where you got to order and they bring it to your seat. Oh yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I want to commit to this because here's what I don't like to do, Alex. You don't know this about me because sometimes I put in the seat, you know, because you do it on the computer now to get your... Mm-hmm. ticket and i put in the seat but if the if the theater's empty i might move my seat to a better you know? seat maybe yeah. it, i look i'll choose this seat and i'm like i don't know if i like this one i'll move back a little bit if the theater's empty i mean the theater was getting relatively full but i got there pretty early mm-hmm. so i was the first one in the theater like an idiot 
watching Maria Menudos. I got a patiently just, waiting for Barbie. Just, yeah, I know, I know. But I, I, it was starting every like half hour. So I'm like, oh, this would be the best one for me. Yeah. Anyway, they got they show a thing now called like Nuvie or something where it's Maria Menudo. She's got her hand in everything. This Maria Menudo's never stops, Mm-mm. and she's got some sort of diseases, I think. But she's always out there doing something. And now she does like pre movie lead up, yeah. which I I don't need any of that. Mm-mm. I think I was watching a Quentin Tarantino interview one time where he was just like, "We movies need to cut all that shit out." Yeah, you know, pre like the. The trailers for the movies coming, we all like that. But we don't need Coca-Cola commercials and all that bullshit. No. Just or a quiz. Yeah. You know, just shut up until the movie starts. But Maria Menudo's jumping around, doing little quizzes and to interviewing people. I have no idea who they are from you know, whatever, I don't know, the Hunger Games or Ooh, some stupid yeah. <laughs> that I've never seen. Anyway, all everyone's having fun. I'm the first one in the theater. I go get my stuff. And now I want something else, but I don't want to order food because I told you the seat lies back. Mm-hmm. It lie like almost like down if you yeah. press the button. It lies. It's nice, but I don't need to be eating chicken wings lying down. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I've, I wouldn't do that in real life. I'm not, I never lie in bed eating chicken wings. So why would I do it out in public? Yeah. It seems odd to me. Yeah. So I just got the popcorn and the, and the M&M's. I got M&M's too. A little too big a bag of M&M's. And of course, I'm going to finish it because I'm a monster. And then a big giant... Get a soda machine where you press all the buttons. You can get any old any yeah. flavor. Put some shit yeah. in. It's not just regular. I don't think. Yeah, I think you're just yes ending me here. You you know what I'm talking no, about? No, I know right? what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a you big... get like ginger Sierra Mist. Yeah, Thank you. I know what you're talking about. Thank you. Okay, so now you can just, say you press Diet Coke. Mm-hmm. And now it's just not just Diet Coke. It's no. Diet Coke. And then they give you you like you like Diet Coke. How about putting some of this shit in there? Yeah. Uh, 25 different orange, lemon, ginger. Blue raspberry. Put it in there too. Have some fun with it. Go wild. So I'm like, oh, this is almost too many choices. Like, I don't want this. And I don't even want that that much soda. Like Mm -hmm. some giant cup they give me. But I went with some ginger ale. What what was I? What am I? What am I? Prince Charles? I got ginger ale. I don't even like. But I saw diet ginger ale. On tap. You better believe it, Alex. Nice. This is a fancy movie theater. And then with the ginger ale, you could do fun stuff. You like vanilla ginger ale? I don't know. I do, yeah. Yeah, but I went for it. How like was a, it? Eh, you know, a couple of sips, you get you get the point. I mean, I, mean, com- I didn't need yeah. six gallons of it. Completely ruined the diet portion of well, the ginger ale. Well, whatever. It's that. <laughs> exactly. It's all, it all went. Anyway, the movie begins. Once again, I had a little problem with some of the... Okay, here's my problem. I was just discussing this with Alex beforehand. I, I, here's my problem with Barbie. I'm not exactly... And I don't really have much of a problem with it. I, kind of, I enjoyed it a lot, actually. I got the joke. Mm-hmm. I got it. Yeah. I, I'm having... I don't think they... Here's what happens when people go to a movie. Some people just go to a movie. They don't read the reviews. They don't read the press. They don't read anything about it. They see Barbie in big pink letters, and they think, this must be a Barbie cartoon mm-hmm. in the movie theaters. Yeah. You know, one of the, we all know Barbie. We've seen Barbie cartoons. This is Barbie in the movie theater, and I'm going to take my three-year-old mm-hmm. or my five-year-old. And that's what we're going to do. And that was a lot of that. There was a lot of, like, moms and dads with five-year-olds yeah. with their Barbies in hand. And I don't think it's for them. I don't think they got it um, because it, you just wouldn't. It, it's a very adult-themed movie. Mm-hmm. But I think color-wise color and stuff like that, maybe they're enjoying it. Yeah. 
uh, it's 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 got a lot of themes that are you know whatever the, whatever you take away from it. It's uh, you know the about uh, masculinity and ruling the world and mm. women you know never got credit and, it, and it's all very good. It's well done. It's tongue in cheek. I thought I got a couple of big laughs throughout it. Um, I thought Margot Robbie is great. It's a very difficult role. I don't know if she'll be. You know, it's one of those roles where you have to be perfect at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like it's not. It's not gonna. She probably won't be nominated for awards because she's not. You know, crying or or playing a Holocaust victim or you know what I mean. Yeah. Like it's not one of those roles. But it's very hard to do what she did. It mm-hmm. could have looked really dumb. Yeah. And it didn't. And it could same be a with lose-lose. Exactly. Yeah. And the same with Ryan Gosling. Took a huge risk. Mm-hmm. Could have looked like a complete idiot. Yeah. But he didn't. He looks good. It's good. It's a lot of fun. I don't think you'd be disappointed in it. If you're one of these idiots, one of these Tucker Carlson types who are angry about it because it's got, you know, it talks about, you know, the patri- patriarchy or, mm-hmm. or whatever you want to call it. And, uh, and is it male bashing? Sure, probably, but good. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. Let it male bash for fucking two hours. You can't handle a little male bashing for a couple hours. I'm 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 comfortable enough in my own skin to sit there and handle a little male. And I'm one of the good ones. I like yeah. to think. Yeah. You know, uh, I can That's take what people it. People keep telling me. Thank you. I can handle a little male bashing. Mm-hmm. So uh, it didn't bother me at all. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I liked the 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 point of it. I like the message, but it's fun. Enjoy it. Go. I feel like everyone's going. It's like breaking all the records. I saw it broke a record for like Monday, most biggest box office Monday ever. Because I was in the theater. It was Monday at like 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. Packed. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't get, get, what, get out of it what you get out of it. It was, I got a couple laughs. Thought it was good. I'll say this about Margot Robbie. You know, Alex, you familiar with her work? I'm familiar Margot with Margot Robbie. She's good looking. Yeah. I mean, she's, she, wow. I mean, you look at her and you're like, oh, I mean, that girl's got everything that was supposed to happen right happened right with her. Yeah. I mean, I hope, I wonder if she looks in the mirror and goes, oh, everything's exactly the way it should be. Mm-hmm. Like perfect. Yeah. Like her teeth are perfect. Her fucking eyes are, no, everything's perfect. I mean, she's exact. And there is a funny, I don't want to give it away, but I'll give it away. There's a funny thing in the movie where uh, Helen Mirren does the voiceover throughout the movie, kind mm-hmm. of explaining it. And uh, at one point, Barbie's crying and she's having a tough moment and she's talking about how she feels ugly and she's not pretty. And Helen Mirren comes over the voiceover and she says, just goes to the filmmakers. Uh, uh, shit, fucking what's her name? Margot Robbie. Yeah. Margot Robbie was the wrong person to cast if you're going <laughs> to do this scene. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because it's true. Even when she's crying and saying she feels ugly, I mean, she's pretty, pretty, pretty much perfect. Yeah. But I, yeah, all in all, I thought it was very fun and I was happy to see everyone having a good time, it seemed like to me. Except for I think some parents were probably like, wait a minute, this was not a movie about just Barbie having fun on the yeah. beach. You know, there was more mm-hmm. to it than that. I think they might have been a little like, but it seemed like the kids were having fun. I, what do I know? Yeah. It was pink and everything was cute. And, you know, you got to suspend your disbelief a little bit in it. It's kooky and, mm-hmm. and fun and, and whatever. Who knows if people, will, but I think people are going. That's the important thing. As I said on a Patreon episode, get out there and enjoy life. Yeah. You know, have some fun, go to the movies and, uh, you know, get out of the house. And, and uh, just, you know, you can, you can, Child trafficking is terrible. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. 
But you could take a break from from sending me child trafficking TikToks for a minute mm-hmm. and go and watch some you know some stupidness about Barbie and and song fun songs Dua Lipa and yeah. uh, and Lizzo Lizzo and, Sam and, uh, Smith yeah Sam Smith everybody's doing some fun stuff and it's it's all great I hope everybody makes millions of dollars and uh, and has a good time that's yeah. it that's all I can say about it but I'm back to the movies going to go again I think sometime this week what you I'm going to see Oppenheimer Ooh. and I'm going to see Mission Impossible my mom. And dad still go to the movies a lot. Mm-hmm. They kind of didn't love Indiana Jones. Okay. They, they went, they were like, hmm, we love, we liked it because Harrison Ford's in it, but do we need it? Not necessarily. They don't like this two and a half hour movie business these mm-hmm. days. They're not, they're not fans of it. They're older people and they, they're probably in a two and a half hour movie, they probably see 15 minutes of it because the rest of it spent peeing. <laughs> they're yeah. a lot of peepees. Uh, so they, they, they don't like the two and a half hour movie. They, they, they would never in a million years see Barbie. It's not for them. My mom asked me, what did you think? I was, just don't even bother. Don't it's go. not for you. Um, Oppenheimer, my father says, I don't, you know, he, he's a guy, he, he reads and he knows mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. He knows the story, but he's like, I feel like it's going to be a lot of talking and I don't. So, but anyway, they loved Loved, loved, two enthusiastic thumbs up from mom and dad on Mission Impossible. Oh, wow. They loved Mission Impossible. They loved it. They said it was nonstop action. I don't know if it was two and a half hours, but they said they didn't feel it. Mm -hmm. Tom Cruise, they liked him. So they don't know anything about any any of us. Whatever you know about Tom Cruise, they don't know about. Don't know. To them, he's just an actor, he's a normal who guy is, who is who, who reads his lines good and mm-hmm. has a nice smile. That's all they care about. Mm-hmm. They don't know the other business that you guys read on the internet or yeah. whatever. So they're you know they're regular folks who just like him because he's a, a movie star. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, is this the one they were filming during COVID when he was yes. like screaming at everyone? Yes, this has been. I mean, I believe they were making this movie, uh, yeah, for a long time. And then yeah. it had been held up for a long mm-hmm. time. And I mean, not unlike Top Gun, Maverick. I mean, he had made that five years ago. And then that was held up throughout yeah. COVID. And so was this one. So, I mean, I don't know what Tom Cruise is. He's, I'm sure he's working on something now. But it's, it hasn't, like he hasn't done a new movie. Because mm-hmm. these movies he shot years ago. Yeah. I think he was still shooting some stuff. I think he broke his ankle on this one. Or was that yeah, the last one that. or something when yeah. he was doing a stunt or so that was held up for a lot of different reasons. But anyway, I'm going to see that this week and Oppenheimer. I believe that's my new life, everybody. And I might, you know, here's the other thing. Uh, Alex, I might pull the trigger on a full meal. Ooh. A full lay down meal. Okay. Because I, I regretted it after, when I was in midst of Barbie. Because here's what I do. I don't know if you guys are like me. You buy your snacks. Mm-hmm. It's half the fun of the movies. You yeah. buy your snacks. You, and which, the other thing, listen. The movies, and I'm I'm all about it because I know we all need to make money. But the movies these days, there's no bargains anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm at the matinee, which is, you know, you get a, a discount rate. 17 bucks. It's still, I think it's 16, yeah. whatever it was. Then you go to the, the snack guy, the concessions, and next thing you know, this and that and this, and $32. Mm-hmm. All right, so you're, okay. you're 50 in the hole already. Mm-hmm. I'm by myself. You know, if you had four people with you, a couple of kids and blah, blah, you're looking at a hundred and 120 bucks, but I guess that's just leaving the house, isn't it anymore? Yeah. Just leaving the house mm-hmm. is going to cost you a hundred. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, if you, you can, I guess you could stay home yeah. and do everything at home, but I don't know. Sometimes I like to get out. I mean, I feel like it's like 20 bucks just to go to Chipotle now, you know, like everything, 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 yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just the way it is. 
that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. I don't, I have no answers, um, but uh, I'm doing my best. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Anyway, that's the. I enjoyed Barbie. That. What more can I say about Barbie? That's. I, I liked it. I'm looking forward to your review of Oppenheimer. Yeah, I mean, I'll give go, us the goods. I'll go see Oppenheimer. I I'm interested in the story. Mm-hmm. I I know the story. I'm familiar with it. Uh, I just think it's interesting that everyone is so you know you keep seeing all over the internet. Barbie Hammerheimer, Hammer yeah. now again, and they keep lumping the two movies together. Like, what an amazing! These are people who go see Barbie. These are people who go see Oppenheimer. This is the great, the biggest weekend ever, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the fourth biggest weekend ever for movies, uh, because of Barbie and Oppenheimer. They both did well, and I'm like, yeah, but the other movies have come out on the same weekend that mm-hmm. are that are completely polar opposites of, of, of each other and like plot. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why this one, but it worked. Because yeah. there were so many people talking about it, that I think people went. More people went. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I I just don't understand why people are so uh, losing their minds over the fact that Oppenheimer and Barbie opened on the same day. Yeah. It happens all the time. All it's the two, time. Two movies that are completely different open all the time. Back in the day, but, four movies would open a week. A week, and you know. one would be a fucking you know Corey fucking Feldman's mm-hmm. in it, and then other movies you know got the Kramer versus Kramer. Yeah. I mean, I used to go to double features at the Jerry Lewis Cinema. Thank you very much. Ooh. Uh, that later, but thank you. Later became Lakeside Cinema in Lake Ronkonkoma, located on Portion Road between Hawkins and Ronkonkoma Avenues. I still know that's was mm. the was the. Um, I think I've talked about this before, but that was the recording. I would call the, movie the Lakeside Cinema every Friday <laughs> to see what their feature yeah. presentation was. This is when you had to do these things. Mm-hmm. There's no phone or anything. You had to call the theater yeah. or get a newspaper to and get track movie it down. times. Even. But I think yeah. Lakeside Cinema was so low rent that they didn't even buy an ad in the paper. Mm-hmm. That you had to physically call them, and that would be their recording. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling Lakeside Cinema in Lake Ronkonkoma, located between on Portion Road between Hawkins and Ronkonkoma Avenues. This week's feature presentation is. Rocky, starring Sylvester Stallone. The running time's wrong, and they give you the running time. Mm-hmm. I remember those days. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I would do. <clears throat> and then they would start doing double features. Come down, and usually when you go see a double feature, a lot of times there would be a correlation between the two movies. You mm-hmm. know? These are two movies directed by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. These are two movies directed by Scorsese, mm-hmm. whatever. Two kids movies. Yes. Two, yeah. Not Lakeside Cinema. They were like, <laughs> fuck it, fuck it. Throw it out. Mm-hmm. I got two movies here in the hopper. Put them on and yeah. let these. So, but nobody lost their mind over that. I remember when I went to see one time. I think I went to see Diner. A Kevin, great movie. Mickey Rourke, Kevin Bacon, great movie. Paul Reiser, I think he's in it. And it was like a, you know, it was like, a, like a coming of age story about the, the fifties and you know guys and whatever. Good movie. And then with that was like some terrible visiting hours, like mm-hmm. a horror movie about a hospital. <laughs> yeah. Just no re- no mm. correlation between the two movies. Just fuck it. Tr- I saw um, Chud. You ever see that movie? Never. Cannibalistic Humanoid Underground Dwellers. No. Yeah, Chud. Chud. <laughs> Chud and... Uh, Sounds like I missed a good one, though. Chud and Sophie's Choice, you know, back to back. And that's okay. not a joke. These, But, you know, that's what we did in Ron Conkoma. He just said, I'll watch this Meryl Streep, you know, heavy drama. Mm-hmm. What's on after that? Chud about, you know, trolls in the str- living in the, in the sewers. Yeah. I believe they were cannibalistic human underground dwellers. Is this not making sense to you, Alex? Yeah, I'm looking it up, and it seems like a good one. Yeah, Judge. Rave reviews Rave for Chud. People love Chud. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's the situation. Um, okay, well, that's the uh, 
What else can I talk about? I wanted to say a little bit about to Kevin Spacey. Yes. We just got word mm-hmm. just before we came to air. <coughs> Kevin Spacey uh, acquitted again. Yeah. Acquitted of the trials that were going on in England. Mm-hmm. I believe it was several different people accusing him of different things. Yep. Uh, some stuff real bad, some stuff just flirting and stuff. I don't really understand where the crime is with like just hitting, you know, on guy, in his mm-hmm. case, men, I believe. Yeah. In bars, like, it seemed like a lot of times he was just accused of like hitting on people. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just, I, I don't, don't sue me if I'm wrong on this Yeah. One. But he's been now, charges have been dropped against him. The one here, in, there's been several in America that were dropped. And he's been acquitted several times. Now he, as of an hour ago, he was acquitted mm. again. It's oh, it's actually his sixty fourth birthday too. Oh, happy happy birthday. birthday! Happy birthday! That's a good gift. Sixty four. He was acquitted again. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now at this point, we're getting to the point now with Kevin Spacey. With you know, now listen, a lot of accusations. Yeah. there was a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of people saying this guy hit on me at a party, blah blah. So he came out and said a couple of days ago, I read, listen, I'm a flirty guy. I love to flirt. Yeah. You know, back in the old days, he didn't even, uh, he didn't even say he was gay. Yeah. Until now he's like, I'm out. I'm a gay man. I Mm -hmm. love to go out and flirt with the fellas at the bar. Yeah. Hey, sue me. Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But some people was like, yeah, and the flirting became a little more than that. Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, sure. Uh, But anyway, now he's been acquitted several times. And what now? Mm-hmm. Now that you've been acquitted again, yeah. What is it? Is it? Do we accept? Can we accept Kevin Spacey back in our world? Can yeah. Kevin Spacey make a return, or is it too far gone? Like, because there was a time we all remember Spacey was. We loved Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Think about couldn't uh, lose. Couldn't lose. Couldn't no. lose. I mean, from from from. Uh, of Kaiser Soze, mm-hmm. that one was a great movie. On to Seven, we oh, played the villain yes. in Seven, and then the one on the—I mean, the one that kind of put Netflix on the map was mm-hmm. uh, the one with the with the White House, and uh, he was like the president or something. Oh what yes, uh, House uh, of Cards. House of Cards, great. Which we didn't even get an ending to. No, I yeah. know he was. He, I mean, the guy was great in everything, and he was always. I think he was like hosting the Oscars and American Beauty, the American usual suspects. Beauty, yes, great movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy did some good work. So, do is it too far gone? Are the accusations enough to put him out of the game for a while, mm-hmm. or can we like? I mean, he certainly can't come back to like where he's cutesy doing, you know, Johnny Carson yeah. impressions on uh, on the Tonight Show. Yeah, I think those days are over. Mm-hmm. But can he play a fourth lead in some independent film? Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? I don't think, you know, eventually you get to the point where people don't even, you know, everyone's busy. We all got like We all got to mm-hmm. go get the $27 popcorn at the movies. Yeah. People like, they ain't know the ins and outs of Kevin Spacey's life. Mm-hmm. Like, they're like, oh yeah, I'm not going to that movie because he hit on a guy at a bar in England nine years ago. Like, yeah. I don't, I, none of this. To me, yes, I know because I, I, I live in this world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I don't know if like the real person cares if yeah. Kevin what Kevin Spacey does in his in his uh, regular time. Do you? I did see. No, I personally don't. I okay. mean, uh, I did see that uh, Sir Elton John testified in his defense. I saw that. Yeah, yeah Elton something John. Something about so there was an accusation from an Elton John party in two thousand four. Yes. and they went through all their photos and they said we haven't. He hasn't even attended that party since a one. I think was the yeah. So, yeah. So Elton John didn't. He didn't say he didn't do anything. He just said he wasn't at that. He wasn't party. there. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, Emmett Kelly. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> yes, that's right. I said it. Emmett Kelly. Okay. Well, once again, not unlike Song of the Summer here over at Cover to Cover, we're not taking any more votes. Mm-hmm. We're not taking any more. It has been voted upon by the uh, by the Joplin Globe. Okay. The Joplin Globe. Uh, I believe that's out of, I might be out of Kansas somewhere, mm-hmm. out of Missouri, Joplin, Missouri, I believe. Uh, Emmett Kelly has been voted uh, greatest clown ever. Okay. Emmett Kelly has been voted the greatest clown on earth. So everybody, if Stop you have trying. other if you have other clowns mm-hmm. you want to throw in and say, uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I know, but I loved Bozo. Mm-hmm. I pick your favorite clown. Do you, yeah. do you do you even like? Do you, are you are you familiar with clowning? I don't have a. Did single, you like any clowns? No, I don't have. Do a you know s- any clowns by name? Like Ronald, Ronald McDonald. Ronald McDonald. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if he'd be in the in running because he's a hamburger clown, mm-hmm. and these are like entertainment clowns. Yeah, I bet real clowns look at him like that's a fast yeah. food employee. Yeah, it's like, yeah exactly. Yeah. This is this guy's selling hamburgers. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Emmett Kelly is been voted best clown. Now, you're probably wondering to yourself, Chris, how did you find this article that says Emmett Kelly has been voted best clown on earth, Mm -hmm. according to the uh, Joplin Globe? I'll tell you how. Because my wife was wearing some pants the other day. She was wearing some big pants. Okay. Uh, You know, like those big boyfriendy jeans. Yeah. And she was going to something and she said, are these good? And I said, I like them. I think it's good, but I said, because she's gone for a few days, and it's kind of a thing, it's a, an important event she has to be at. Mm-hmm. And she goes, can I wear this like in a daytime with these people? Yeah. And I was like, yes, probably, but I would have another pair so you don't look too much like Emmett Kelly. Yeah. And she's like, who's Emmett Kelly? That was so, honestly what I just thought, too. So, so. I have to, so I had to Google her <laughs> and show her who Emmett Kelly was. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is, if I haven't already lost half of my... My my audience are cover to cover. Oh, okay. <laughs> <That> <laughs> <too>. <laughs> and you've my oh, I have my audience on cover to cover because I haven't seen the uh, child trafficking movie yet, and mm-hmm. I'm not and I'm not swinging from the rooftop saying that we need to stop this kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm certainly losing them now by talking about Emmett Kelly. Uh, he was an old he was a clown. Yeah, uh, he, and he was like a very famous clown. Yeah, this, I'm reading he was the Dodgers mascot. He was point. many things. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah, he. This was a time. I grew up in a different time, people. I'm, I try to stay with this time as well, the mm-hmm. time I'm currently in. I yeah. try to do all I can to be a part of this current time I'm living in. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to be one of those people who goes, fuck these phones and these kids are out there, you know, yeah. doing things. I don't, I don't, I try to be on board of all things, mm-hmm. you know, but the reality is that I grew up in an era of Emmett Kelly, <laughs> okay. where we all knew Emmett Kelly. Yeah. Like, you'd sit around the dinner table. And you would talk about the work of Emmett Kelly. Mm-hmm. Like I was watching a show last night on ABC, you know, one of these. And what was the show? Oh, it was John Denver's Comedy Variety Hour. Who? John Denver. John Denver. Like if you took the people, like the the 12-year-olds the that I saw at the Barbie yesterday, mm-hmm. and you put them in a time machine and put the, and sent them back to the Frangiola family kitchen table, mm-hmm. they'd be like, what is happening? I'm like, ladies, girls, thank you for coming. Are you thirsty? They'll be like, yeah, we're, we're, we're very thirsty. Mm-hmm. We just traveled in time. We're parched. Yeah, we're parched. Okay, the girls are thirsty. Dad, get them some milk. Mm-hmm. And we'd take a big gallon of milk that was placed in the center of the table. <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't put in a pitcher or any fancy home goods, you know, little fun thing that said milk on it in a cute lettering, mm-hmm. cute fun. No, 
It was a gallon of milk placed in like a Borg. Oh, like a Borg. <laughs> like a Borg. Oh. Placed in the center. Of the t- That's what our Borg was. The yeah. Borg house. It consisted <laughs> of milk. And then you would pour these ladies milk. Mm-hmm. But it's a 95 degrees outside. Doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Have some milk. Yeah, that but, would. Yeah. This is what you 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 quench your thirst with at the Frangiola house. Mm-hmm. Milk. What are we having? What is the main course? Today, the main course is pork chops. Okay. What? Yeah, the driest of meats. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go with those. Yeah. We put we put sauerkraut on top of them. Oh, okay. Is this a breaded pork chop? Uh. It depends on how my mother felt, you know. Okay. Sometimes breaded, depending upon the time she okay. had. Sometimes just regular pork chop. We get there. Might there was even a tongue from time to time. I still don't understand why the Frangiola's reading tongue, but we did. Yeah, you and it's a tongue. Cow it's tongue. A f- fucking cow tongue Ooh. in a big pot, and mm. it is a it is a tongue. I do know people who do this. I've known I, people I, who are into this. It, Jewish people eat tongue. It's a Jewish delicacy. But it's not like we were not Jewish. Well, I know a drunk from Florida who does it. He's <laughs> not Jewish. <laughs> or that. Or that. Why? Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, that's this. Uh, the closest most of these twelve-year-olds w- would get to seeing people eating tongues is mm. watching, uh, watching you Euphoria, know, uh, watching Euphoria, <laughs> <laughs> or Machine Gun Kelly and yeah. that chickies yeah. Danny Megan walk a Fox. red carpet. You yeah, know? Uh, but yeah. So I mean, who knows? Mm-hmm. That's what you, you could expect. Yeah, and then they're like, girls, like, all right, that's fine. What we'll eat the t- pork chops and we'll drink the milk. And what is the co- and then what do you have for dessert? Oh, a rhubarb. What? Yes, rhubarb. My father planted it in the garden. Okay. Five, six years ago, and for some reason, rhubarb never stops fucking growing. Okay. It's one of those perennials or annuals mm-hmm. or whatever it's called, and it just keeps growing. Rhubarb will grow no matter how cold the winter was. Come summer, your fucking rhubarb's back. Yeah. So my father would go out there, chop down that rhubarb, boil it up, Mm-hmm. And then fucking throw some Cool Whip on the top of it. Who can't? You could put Cool Whip on the top of fucking pork chops, and it's gonna make it nice. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. You, you ever have a? Uh, <laughs> Are we still doing desserts? Yeah. Okay. No, no, oh, no we're okay. done with desserts. <laughs> Ladies, stay, if you guys want to, I don't know what time your time machine is taking you back to the Barbie movie, but and to normal society. But if you want to hang around tomorrow having cube steak, that's breaded. Ooh, okay, Alex. yeah. Cube steak. I'm familiar with this. Yeah, so uh, we'll be having that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and then the girls will be like, so what do you guys talk about at the table eating your pork chops? Oh, we talk about Emmett Kelly's performance mm-hmm. last night on the John Denver Variety Hour. Yeah. Who, what, or any of these people? Oh, John Denver is a singer. Mm-hmm. Sang some, like a folk singer. Like a pop singer? Like folky songs. Oh. A odd-looking character, mm-hmm. round glasses, bowl cut, and because he was, seemed funny, I don't know, seemed personable. Yeah, we gave him a couple of hours uh, on television, mm-hmm. on primetime television. But and he's he came, not a comedian. No, he's not a comedian, nor an actor, nor he would sing a song, do a sketch with mm-hmm. George Burns or Emmett Kelly. Yeah, and, is he on uh, TikTok? No, I don't believe he is. Maybe you know, maybe somebody sampled one of his songs while they're <laughs> yeah. jumping up and down on a couch. Uh, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but perhaps <laughs> I'm not sure. What's this TikTok? Now yeah, I'm, now, now you're I'm, asking yeah, okay. me questions. Uh, okay, yeah. So that's and then <laughs> if you girls once again, if you hang around till tomorrow when we have the cube steak, afterwards we're gonna get we're all gonna go watch Shields and Yarnell. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. No, Shields and Ronell. That's uh, they had a literally had a television, a real television show that came on once a week. Okay. So for the if you girls are thinking of going out there and trying to do anything in show business, don't bother. Don't mm. bother. None of it makes any sense. Shields and Ronell were were mimes more or less. Okay. They were, they were mimes. And they, for an hour, they would come out on ABC or CBS, one of the major networks, and they would just mime with oh. Cher or, you know, one of the stars of the day. Mm-hmm. And that, that was it. You understand? This was entertaining for us. Yeah. We would, the next day, we'd sit around the water cooler and talk about how amazing Shields and Yarnell yeah, are. Yeah, Lorne Yarnell. <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. If, I, yes, that's who they are. Yeah, Lorne Yarnell. That's her name. Yes, I know. That's that's the the woman and yeah. the man. Yeah. Yeah, Shields. What's oh, he doesn't name? get near as much love on the internet. I'm looking for him. And Shields, I can't find Hein or Hair. Yeah, he, might, he might have passed. Shields might have passed. Uh, so anyway, this is... What, Different how do we times. Get, how do we get times. involved in that? I yes. forgot. Uh, I we were about. talking about Emmett Kelly. Emmett Kelly. And your wife's big pants. <laughs> that's right. Anyway, Emmett Kelly was born in uh, in the Ozarks, and in, uh, in he's he's from the Kansas area. That's probably why he's in this Kansas paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, at age twenty one, he moved to Kansas City to to take up clowning. Uh, he joined the circus, um, and on and this article literally every word in it would make no sense to anyone under sixty. Okay, it would make no sense to anyone. But there you go, Emmett Kelly is People the are like what's a Barnum and Bailey? <laughs> what's any of it? Yeah. Workers, Alex, I don't know if this is good or bad. This is according to Yahoo News today. Uh, a growing number of American workers are now working past 75. Okay. Uh, it's the largest growing number of, of the new workers. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest growth is at workers above 75 still going. And some people are like, why are people working so long? And they're saying, actually... There's one part of it that's a good thing because people are healthier than they used to be. Mm-hmm. They're living longer than they used to be. They feel better than they used to. You know, back in the days when they were just eating pork chops, they didn't work till 75 because they were yeah. dead at 73. Yeah, I said a gallon of milk <laughs> with dinner every day and it's not, turns out not the best thing to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, and so anyway, that's probably why uh, Shields is no longer with us because, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. for that reason. See, hydrated yeah. with butter milk, <laughs> butter fat. So anyway, that's the situation uh, and they're saying that people are healthier. They're also saying the, oh, the other side of that is nobody has any money. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody, nobody saved for the hard times coming, as my father always said. And uh, so they, ca- they, they have to just keep working because there's no, yeah. they don't have any, there's no retirement for many people. Mm-hmm. And they just got to keep going. Gotta 75, go. 80, whatever the case may be. So there you go. It's not just our presidents who are working into their 80s. Yeah. Speaking of 80 Ooh. and people working into their 80s, happy birthday, Mick Jagger. Ooh. Mick Jagger turned 80 mm-hmm. yesterday. 80. Are you staying with me? And he's still this is going. shocking. I mean, the fact that these guys are now in their 80s, I'll say God bless the fact that they are still around mm-hmm. and still going because I think there's a part of us that needs this, that yeah. needs, we need, I, I say it all the time in this podcast, you know, we're losing a lot of them, but we need these guys, mm-hmm. I think, I hope. And uh, happy birthday, Mick Jagger. I think they're touring again, or they're going to be. Yeah. At eighty years old, and I mean like, these guys don't even take physical health. Twenty-two year olds can't go on tour because they're 
brain is hurting. Yes, I this know. Guy, they mental breaks. Yeah. And yeah, they just keep going. They've been on tour for 60 years 60 straight. 60 years. Yeah. I know. And I, we, were making old, we were making old jokes about the Rolling Stones when they were in their 40s. <laughs> I remember, <laughs> yeah. like, the jokes, like, when they went on the Steel Wheels tour, whatever, mm-hmm. that was 40 years. You know, I was like, these old bastards are still going. Mm-hmm. They were 46 at that point. Yeah. Uh, and now they're still going in their 80s. So, happy birthday, Mick Jagger. And... uh so there's that. And then Kevin Spacey. And then, did we talk about Kevin Spacey? Okay, I want yes, to talk about did. that. Uh, and those are like the stories of the day. Mm-hmm. I think we did everything we need to do on this episode. We did uh, recently. So I'd met a few years ago. I had met, when I worked at the Cosmo, I'd met Tony Bennett. Okay. Oh, he Tony just passed Bennett away. Passed. Yeah, Tony Bennett was... And he couldn't walk backstage. Yes. And this Mick Jagger, he's just still... Still going. I know. I know. It's amazing. And he still like like runs around and I mean eventually it'll end, right? Mm-hmm. He's not gonna live to 110. More though maybe he will. Maybe. Who knows? Anyway, some other kind of real sad news. Tony Bennett lived a long good life. Long good life. Uh, I think at the end he had uh, he had been suffering from some dementia mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. and it was Lady ninety like seven Lady Gaga was dragging him. Remember she was yeah, dragging that's him when out I there? Saw him, yeah. I know. She was it was it started to become a little mm-hmm. elder abuse. She'd be dragging <laughs> yes, him out a little did. too much. Uh, but anyway, it, I love Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. I always have. And uh, I put that on a lot, like in the house. And my wife's like, come on with this Tony Bennett. I'm like, let me have my fun. Anyway, some well, a little bit of sad news just came over mm-hmm. my phone as I'm sitting here. Right now. Yeah, right now. Breaking. Uh, it'll be when we release this on Thursday, you'll have heard about it. But Sinead O'Connor died. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. Sinead O'Connor was exactly my age, it looks like. 57, I believe. Um, I mean, had a rough life. Poor Sinead O'Connor had been mm-hmm. through a lot. We all, if you guys are my age, you remember it. You remember the beginnings of Sinead O'Connor. Nothing compares to you, of course, and uh, the video, and just, I mean, she was just became a lightning rod for many different things. But well, the most famous thing she went on Saturday Night Live, and at the end of her performance, she tore up a picture of the Pope. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it became, I mean, I remember it was just such a giant story that she had done that. I mean, now it almost seems tame these days to do mm-hmm. it. It was a ballsy move on her part on a live show to yeah. do that. But Especially she had, an Irish Catholic. An Irish Catholic, which she was. This and, isn't somebody who's a non-believer. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was like full, yeah, she was... So it was a shocking, I mean, you know, don't fuck with that kind of stuff, especially in America and many parts of the world. Mm-hmm. So, But she did... And it was ballsy, and for forever after that, she had become a pariah for many reasons. Great singer, and then of course she had a lot of problems. I think it was stemmed from who knows what. Maybe it was that. Maybe it was she became famous too fast, mental issues, all that. Her son wound up dying of a suicide or an overdose or something a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. seventeen years old. And I don't wow. think she ever truly recovered from that. She was, uh, at least from what I had heard on, you know, just following her on different things that I'd seen, she was just going to be, you know, she was a, a mess after that. And I I don't know how she died. I don't know. Any, we're not really getting any details at this point. Mm. But uh, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. It's a tough fucking world out there, especially for like a, um, a, just a young fragile, it seems like, you know, maybe she seemed like a fragile person. Mm-hmm. Not in the, in the same way like an Amy Winehouse was, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you know, this business is not for the fragile. Mm-mm. Um, and I think that you get, you want it, you think you want it. And especially when you have the talent of like a Sinead O'Connor, like that voice was just, I mean, nothing compares to you as fucking, I mean, as good as it gets. 
and uh, some others. She's got a lot of great songs, mm. not just that one. Um, so anyway, yeah, and, and you get into the business. Next thing you know, like the business starts to take over, mm-hmm. and it's not just about being, uh, you know, in a tr- and you know she shaved her head, so that was we couldn't wrap. Those people I mean, couldn't couldn't wrap their heads around that. Yeah. You know, she's this weirdo with the shaved head ripping up pictures of the Pope. Fuck her. Mm-hmm. So it's tough. And uh, I mean, I I, I I think she had a troubled life. Yeah. But I hope in, in all of that, you know, this is what I hope for people who, who pass, especially uh, in an, an untimely fashion like this. She was young. Uh, you hope they had some happiness in life. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm sure she's had some dark days, but I hope there was a couple yeah. where, you know, she could look back and go, hey, you know what? I It was... It, for the most part, a pretty dark life. Mm-hmm. But I, you, you hope people had some sort of joy in their life. And if she didn't, maybe I hope she saw Barbie because yeah. it was cute for a little while. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway, a lot of talk of death and Barbie. Weirdly enough. Oh. So, prepare uh, <laughs> yourselves for that. Uh, all I'm right. Well, anyway, Sinead so. O'Connor. Yeah, you'll, you're gonna see it yeah. tomorrow, right? Yeah. You'll give us a review. Same. When you see yeah. It. Okay. I'm gonna eat the. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna dine in. You're gonna go full meal. Yeah. I know. Like, they have I, a like chicken I saying, mac and cheese or whatever I like they, got. I, they have that. Yeah. I mean, you could literally go that round if you chose to. Lying down. Mm-hmm. I I feel like if I'm lying down eating, I feel like I'm one of those people like you see in like an, a, a documentary that needs to be, you know, a forklift has to take me out of the house. Out of the, you yes. Know? And they interview them in bed, and they, mm-hmm. they rattle off what they have for dinner. Yeah. Or breakfast, you know, and they're lying in bed, and I go, for breakfast I have two dozen eggs. I remember this. There was a guy named Walter Hudson mm-hmm. when I was growing up in New York. You, if you guys are from New York, you might remember Walter Hudson. He was like the first obese man like that we knew of that like you could put. This is before TLC mm-hmm. and, you know, they you, you knew the people. Yeah, before, was, well before my 600 pound life. Yeah, or well, any well of that. Before that but yeah. this guy would be like on like, you know, I don't know, Donahue. Mm-hmm. And they would, Walter Hudson would talk about. His his diet and what he ate, and it would be like he eats two whole I see packages it here. Two of bacon, two boxes of sausages, yeah. one pound of bacon, twelve mm-hmm. eggs, and a loaf of bread for breakfast. That was Walter Hudson's. Four hamburgers, four double mm-hmm. cheeseburgers, and five large portions of fries for lunch. Yeah, and three large ham steaks or two chickens. Ham steak. Four baked potatoes. Four pork, sweet potatoes. How many pork chops on there? Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah. So that we and we were always fascinated by hearing these mm-hmm. things because you know this is once again pre-internet. You didn't weren't able to see yeah. that some people do eat like that. And uh, so Walter Hudson, you know, he was one of those people who had they had to forklift him out of the house mm-hmm. or whatever. And um, yeah. Oh, and I, the large cake with dinner every night. Uh, why not? Yeah. I mean, at that point, like mm-hmm. fuck it, I've already had two packages of bacon. I might as well have some cake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but. Uh, what was my point of Walter Hudson? I had a point with all this. Uh, sad lives. Sure. Okay. Let's go with that. No, there was more to it, but I, I forgot what it was. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. that's more about my life. You know what? The- oh, we were talking about eating, sitting, eating down at the movies. Mm. Yeah. Which is Thank the sad you. life. Because yeah. that's when all, all Walter Hudson interviews, mm-hmm. they were all done while he was lying in bed because he yeah. couldn't get out of bed. So Donahue would be like at his house going, so what do you eat? And he'd be like, and then I have cake at yeah. the end. And he's like, well, I kind of figured that, mm-hmm. you know. Well, how do you, how do you know I have cake at the end? I was just guessing was by guessing? the fact that your ankles are 42 inches around. Okay. You know? I was guessing you're, you're probably not having celery. Uh-huh. 
I have a question for you. You often ask me to guess things. Oh, no. How many ounces of soda do you think he drank a day? If you'd rather go liters, how many liters of okay. soda do you think he drank a day? Oh, my God. That's the killer. Soda. Yeah, I, I've had the... some friends when I was growing up who used to drink like liters of Coca-Cola. Yes. Yeah. And the woman who worked on my house, the French lady, mm -hmm. she used to drink, she used to sit in the backyard and drink liters Two of Coca-Cola. Two liter of Coke. Yeah. Uh, that's when I knew I had a problem. Um, I'm going to say, okay, how many liters? 12. Oh, you're high, but he, oh. he drank seven liters of oh, soda a day, Jesus. which that's is 237 ounces of soda. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of soda. That's that's probably that's how much I had at the movies when I had <laughs> of, uh, of diet a Mountain. No, not Mountain Dew. Go ginger of, ale. Of vanilla diet ginger, vanilla ginger yeah. ale. What am I doing? All right, everybody. Uh, let's cl let's close this out with a little Sinead O'Connor. Rest Alrighty. in peace. Uh, let's get a little. Nothing compares to you up because I feel sad for for her. I mean, mm -hmm. if you grew up, she was a big part of, you know, just the the, or the whole world. Mm -hmm. She was one of those iconic figures just on the, her look alone yeah. and her music and, you know, whatever side you took on. She was parodied on Saturday Night Live and all things like that. Mm -hmm. So, um, And it's called, of course, it's originally a Prince song, Nothing Compares to You. It's been done, covered by many mm -hmm. people, but great song. Anyway, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Do you uh, want to now? Yeah, we got Denver coming up. Just a little throw out to Denver. Mm -hmm. Denver Comedy Works. August 9th. August 9th. It's a Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we're selling well. I mean, I feel like I've been a little hard on Denver because it's half joking. Yeah. But we're going to be fine. And we're looking forward to the show. It's going to be a lot of fun. Alex is coming. We're going to have a lot of laughs over there in Denver. So that's Wednesday night, August 9th. Um, come out to that. And we got a ton more shows. I was just telling Alex. I looked at the rest of my calendar for the year. And I'm coming to a lot of places. You're everywhere. I'm coming back to Cleveland. I'm coming back to, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Off the Hook Comedy the Club hook, down there Naples. in Naples, Florida. Coming back to uh, the, the Steel guys. Steel Stacks. Steel Stacks in Bethlehem. Coming to the ever, for the first time ever, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Improv Improv. In Pittsburgh. First time ever. Coming back to Long Island. Governors in Levittown mm -hmm. for the first time. Never and done the Levittown. December, right? Yes, December. Yeah. Coming to Buffalo Helium. Coming to, and on and on and on, on and on, and you name it. Coming to some weird places I've never played before. Mahomet, Illinois. Mahomet. Okay. Yes, coming there. Okay. You name it, I'm coming. Coming to the place that I loved, the Comedy Vault in Batavia, Illinois. Coming back there. And that's it. And then I'm going to... Be like Sinead O'Connor. Just you know, just say goodbye to everybody. Yeah. All right, everybody. Rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Go see Barbie and have yourself some fun. Uh, get out. Enjoy the rest of your summer. Uh, thank you. Bye bye. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.